time. You know, it's very, I guess, cliche, but you know, time flies. Or time is ticking away. As sands through the hourglass. <laughs> Somebody old had to remember that one. But I'm thankful that we're here tonight. I'm thankful. You know, every day may not be your best day. You may not get everything that you're looking for in that day, or it may bring you a lot of things you're not looking for or won't even want in that day, but you've still got the Lord. And there's some things I, I feel like as we come to year's end, you know, we like to mark things, you know, at this, well, it's the end of a chapter, it's the end of a year. Uh, and I think it's good to take inventory because, you know, you, you use things through this year. You've learned things in a year. You've grown in a year. You've gotten better, hopefully, in a year. Especially this year, that was our, our our hope that we would be better in 2018, and um, and then you sit back as it's cl- coming to a close, and and you look, and it's almost hard to remember the the beginning of 2018 right now. It's been so much packed into this year, and so I, I like to think where we are tonight. I want to read a couple of scriptures and 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 preach a little bit to us just to encourage us as we step into 2019 normally at watch night i'll go ahead and and kind of cast a vision for what i want to see our church do in the new year but this we're doing a little different this year we're going to do that the first sunday of january january of 2019 we're going to do that then tonight i just want to focus on wiping this year off and stepping into the new year and so tonight, uh, if you have your Bibles, you want to turn with me, I'm going to read a couple of passages of Scripture, and we'll jump into this. I won't be very long because I'm going to give us time to pray this old year out and pray with our families as the new year comes in. Hebrews 11, verses 1 and 2. The writer here says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, Paul wrote to the church, For we walk by faith, not by sight. I've got a long title tonight, and I couldn't figure out a way to to break it down to make the the sense I wanted to, so it, it was a long title. I'm walking in the same way I'm walking out, by faith. I'm walking in the same way I'm walking out, by faith. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands and let's pray together right quick. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for keeping us, God, and watching over us tonight. Thank you for being with us every step of the way. 
Thank you for always being faithful, never leaving us and never forsaking us. Lord, for sticking to us closer than a brother. Lord, we praise you tonight. We love you tonight. And we bless your holy name tonight. Help us to receive your word and be encouraged by it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Now give him a hand clap and shout of praise. What a great God. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Thank you for standing and being in service again tonight. So faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Anybody hoping for anything? Then you've got to have faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. You don't have much hope of getting what you're hoping for without faith. It says, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. And then Paul said, we walk by faith and not by sight. I'm walking out of 2018 and I'm walking into 2019. And I'm walking into 2019 the same way that I have walked through and soon to be out of 2018 by faith. I'm walking in the same way that I'm walking out. By faith. Friend, there's some things that just don't ever change. Time changes. Years change. Seasons change. But God don't change. And my faith and my trust in him is not going to change either. We've seen the highs and the lows. We've seen the good days and the bad days. But one thing has not changed. Jesus has been with us every step of the way. I'm going to be walking in 2019 the same way that I walked through 2018. I'm going to be walking by faith in him. I have not grown so big that I can do without Jesus. I have not gotten so smart that I can do without Jesus. I have not gotten so bold in my prayers that I think I can do without Jesus. I'm still walking by faith. I've been reflecting on 2018. The last few weeks, these kind of services are really the kind of services I, I don't often enjoy because it seems like there's always an expectation of the service. I like to just have church. You know how I am. But I have been reflecting on 2018 and I, the things that we have faced as a church, the losses, the hurts, the sickness, but also the victories, the blessings, the rewards, those souls that have been saved in this year, the people that have come home and and uh, along with this, all these things, and, and then this chapter, Hebrews 11, I've, I've been singing. My wife and kids will tell you I've been walking around the house singing a lot the last couple of days. We've come this far by faith. Well, I, I wish I could, baby. <laughs> I wish I could sing it. Uh, we've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He's never failed me yet. <laughs> But I tell you, tonight, I know that uh, God has brought me this far. I don't know what about you, but when I started in 2018, I needed Jesus. When I finished 2018, I still need Jesus. The only reason I'm at another watch night service is because of Jesus. Don't, don't ever think you're so big and so tough that you can make it on your own. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be here. 
If you lose your desire to serve him, honey, you won't be in church on watch night service. But, but it's a, a desire to serve him. It's because he continues to bless us daily and load us with benefits. He's always faithful, always providing, never letting us out of his sight. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open to their cries. He's always taking care of his children. And tonight, I look and realize that as we have met every situation, whether it was something planned or not, we're still here. We've come this far by faith. The only reason you're still here tonight lifting your hands is because you have faith in God. Sometimes we feel so low that we don't even know. We get to church and we think, I don't even know what I'm doing here. And you don't even realize it was that faith, maybe like the grain of a mustard seed. The Bible says that faith as the grain of a mustard seed can move mountains. The Bible tells me if I trust in the Lord, I'll be like Mount Zion. Sometimes it ain't always us casting a mountain out into the sea but it's because we have that mustard seed of faith and it's moving this Mount Zion one more time to get to the house of the Lord. It's moving this Mount Zion one more time to lift his hands and to lift his voice and saying, come on, you got one more in you. You got more to go. You got more miles to travel. It ain't time to quit. It ain't time to give up. Sometimes it's that faith like the grain of a mustard seed when we feel like there's nothing else going on in my life, but somehow I find myself back in the house of the Lord. Somehow I find myself back in the pew, back in the choir, back in the pulpit, back in the classroom. Somehow I'm still here. I'm telling you, honey, tonight I'm walking in 2019 the way I'm walking out of 2018. I'm walking by faith in the Lord. And if it was good enough to get me through this year, because it's been some highs and it's been some lows, if it got me through 2018, if the Lord tarries, it'll get me through 2019. It'll take me another year. It don't lose its power. I'm thankful for faith tonight. I think if we could grasp what I just said, we're going to have a much easier time Because we frustrate ourselves sometimes praying against mountains that don't seem to move when you don't even realize that you're the mountain that the faith is trying to move. You're the mountain that needs to move. It ain't the mountain in your way. It's you. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion. Let me tell you, I trust God. I trust him with my life. I trust him with everything I am and all that I've got. And sometimes uh, I don't have, hey, listen, I don't have enough sense to move sometimes. It takes faith. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. On my lowest days, I don't quit hoping. I hope that I make it through this day. I hope to see this one come home. I hope to see this one healed of their sickness. I hope. Listen, we're going to walk into 2019 as a church, and we're going to go in the same way that we have walked through 2018. We're going to do it by faith. When you go through Hebrews chapter 11, it's a chapter. It's the faith chapter. You know, it's like 2018 is a chapter of our life. And 
in this book, in, in Hebrews 11, you'll find the phrase, by faith or through faith. The, the phrase, by faith, 14 times. The phrase, through faith, four times. The word itself appears 24 times in 40 verses. That's over half the chapter is making sure it's drilling the point, faith. But in verse 2, at the very beginning, he tells us something and gives us insight. By faith, the elders obtained a good report. That word report means to give or have a testimony. By faith, he's going ahead and letting us know that they got a good testimony. Don't let go of your faith. No matter what happens, don't lose your faith. Jesus prayed for Peter. He had the keys to the kingdom already. He already had the revelation that Jesus was the Christ. But Jesus said, Satan has desired to have you, to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. He didn't pray that Peter wouldn't cry. He didn't pray that Peter wouldn't have hard trials or tests. He said, I'm just praying that through it all, you don't lose your faith because you walk by faith and not by sight. The only way Peter's going to have a good report, the only way he's going to have a testimony, the only way he's going to have this good report is by faith. When you read through Hebrews 11, you find out that what they faced was not easy. But before every one of their stories, we are reminded and are told that they obtained a good report. Because each test, each trial, each situation was by faith or through faith. Before we see what they actually were reminded, we know the stories because we've read them already. But this writer is starting out each one of their stories by faith. They didn't do what they did on their own. They didn't do it because they were educated. They didn't do it because they were powerful. It wasn't uh, due to anything that they had except faith. It wasn't any skill that they had that got them through. It was faith in God. And I'm all for bettering ourselves. And I'm all for learning. And I, we better be growing. And we ought to be maturing. But I don't want to ever lose that seed of faith. I don't want to ever lose faith in God. I don't want to ever try to take on the enemy by myself. I want to make sure that I'm still walking by faith. The writer repeats himself in verse 39. And these all having obtained a good report through faith. It doesn't mean that what they went through was easy. Or sometimes it wasn't even humanly or biologically possible what they faced. But there was always a good report. We face things today that we think it's impossible. I don't have an answer. But God does. And we've got to get back into the groove of the, the fashion of living where we are living, walking, breathing by faith. Where that if we pray for something that seems so outlandish that it doesn't move us if people mock us. Because we know that God can do the impossible. 
We need to get back into the business of praying for God to do the impossible and not just be praying for him to do the probable. So we don't have no problem praying for something that we think, well, maybe the doctors will fix that and we can still give God the glory. We need to get back to where we're praying and say, I know there ain't another answer but the name of Jesus. There ain't another answer but the name of Jesus. I'm not going to pray for what's probable. I'm going to pray for the impossible. Because the things that are possible with, uh, or impossible with man are still possible with God. He said, if you can have faith, if you can believe, nothing shall be impossible to them that believe. Pray for things that make you look foolish to people. Talk about things. Speak faith. Talk about Jesus. Talk about healing. Talk about miracles. Talk about angels. Talk about deliverance. Talk about people coming home. Talk about things that people have given up hope on. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. It wasn't always easy. It wasn't easy for these people to do the things that they did or to, to see what happened. But they, they went through it. When you read in one line, one sentence, you don't get all the details, but you need to meditate on these things and think about what it might have been and, and realize that these were humans with all the emotions that you and I got, with all the, the obstacles that you and I have got. You know what? They had family. They didn't like it. Anybody here know what I'm talking about? They were facing things that were medically impossible. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But they still obtained a good report. I'm walking into 2019 by faith because I want that good report. That God made a way where there was no way. That God brought people home. That God healed cancer. That God put families back together. That God delivered. Not just a good report about me. Not so people can say, wow, he's a, a man of faith. Not, not, not just a good report about me, but a good report to me. A good report for me. A reward. I want to see the blessings of God. I want to see the glory of God in the sanctuary. I want to see the power of God falling in people's lives. I, I want to see people delivered and set free. I want to see them hunger and thirst for righteousness. I want to see them desire holiness and, and living for God. I want to see them just worshiping the King of kings and the Lord of lords with total abandon. Not worried about what this world thinks, but just falling down on their face, crying out to a holy God. I want to see people getting back to the power of God, shaking them in the altars. I want to see people getting the Holy Ghost in the seats. I want to see them coming out of the water, speaking in other tongues. I want them getting the, the Holy Ghost in their bedrooms, their living rooms, in their cars, on the job. I want to see God move. In 2019, I want to see a, uh, this good report. Listen, the Bible says, you're talking about this good report. Remember, all things work together for good to them who love God and are called according to his purpose. And that's great. But we've got to remember, Hebrews 11 and 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must, must, must believe that he is. And not only that he exists, not that he's just up there in some heavenly kingdom waiting, watching, doing nothing, 
but that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now we've either we've got to learn something. We've got to either get what this meaning of diligence is or something. We've got to get back to being diligent about seeking God. I talked about it on Sunday about being desperate, that, that the church needs a baptism of desperation, that it needs another revival of desperation because when people get desperate, they'll do whatever it takes. Hey, people will do whatever it takes when they're desperate. People, yeah, I've, I've read stories, and you have too, people that were in plane crashes in mountains, and they were starving, and they got desperate, and they did some unthinkable things, but they wanted to stay alive. Honey, if people can get so desperate to turn to that, what about in our prayer life? If we could get so desperate, or that we start laying things aside, we start kicking things out, we start focusing on God. When it comes down to it, we're not worried. Hey, I don't care if they call me a Jesus name and Jesus freak and holy roller or whatever they want to call me. Call me what you want to, but let me get desperate for God. They can call you all kind of names, but when they want prayer, they'll call you too because they know you can touch the throne. They know that you got the power. They know that you know the name. I'm talking about a church that's baptized in the fire of the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about a church that's walking by faith and not by sight. We're not just having good services, but we're having a move of God. The glory of God is moving in the house. It's not impossible to have. Miracles and signs and wonders are not a thing of the past unless we let it be. We are the church, and these signs shall follow them that believe. Somewhere, somehow, it's going to click. It's going to happen. Honey, when it finally catches gear, we ain't going to know what to do with the revival that's going to come. When we start seeing the dead brought back to life and blinded eyes open and cancer falling off people and devils being cast out, this city can't hold the revival that's coming. And if there's a people that would just get determined, if there's a people that would decide I'm walking by faith and not by sight, God, if he tarries and grants us another year, well, we ought to tear 2019 up. We ought to go into it in the name of Jesus. Not getting kicked around, not getting pushed around, not getting ordered around. We're the one walking by faith. God orders my steps. I'm not going to give my situation power over me and I'm not going to give a lesser enemy power over me I'm not going to give sickness power over me let me tell you all power in heaven and earth belongs to Jesus and it's in his people but honey I'm going to tell you all the talent in the world can't take the place of faith all you can be you can never miss a Sunday, but that don't take the place of faith. You can give above and beyond in the offering, and that don't take the place of faith. There ain't a single work you can do that takes the place of faith. Works need to be coupled with faith. We can't substitute. We can't interchange it. Well, I'll just work. I'll just I'll, I'll hand out coffee. I'll hand out scarves. I'll feed the hungry. It don't mean nothing without faith. Don't mean nothing. We've got to have faith in God because without faith, 
it is impossible to please him. I don't care how good looking we are. I don't care how smart we are. I don't care how, how eloquent we are. It doesn't matter. Man, we, I don't care how, how pretty we dance, how good we shout. It don't matter. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. God will not be pleased with that sacrifice if it is not coupled with faith. Because without faith, it won't produce nothing. It'll produce a lot of emotion. It'll, it'll make a lot of clicks. It'll get a lot of clubs. It'll get a big gathering. But it won't produce anything because it's not pleasing to God. But I've been walking by faith in 2018. And so have you. And I'm going to step out of 2018 and into 2019 the same way, by faith. When I read through these stories, I, I wondered about, and I'm going to look at my time, I, was, I had wondered about just picking one out, but there's something about that story of Noah. It just it always gets me, and it's not the, the nursery rhyme Noah that, that gets me. It's this, this man that lived in a world that was so wicked and evil, but he found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And in verse 7, after we find out without faith it's impossible to please God, if we come to God, we must believe he is, and we must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. There's a, there's, there's a must. You ever heard the saying, there's a must that makes the miracle? You must believe that. And then it goes right in this, by faith, Noah. Being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. And I think about Noah. From the first swing of the axe, faith. He built an ark. He didn't have chainsaws. He didn't have tractors. And I don't even know that he had any other help besides his boys and the women that was with him. But I know that somehow with some tool, with some instrument, Noah went to the very first tree and started cutting, swinging an axe. Maybe he had a saw. I don't know what he used. But whatever instrument he had, by faith, he started dropping trees. From the first swing of the axe until he walks out of that ark on the dry ground on the side of that mountain, Noah had faith in God. He got as far as he did by faith. He got through it by faith. You think it was easy flipping around on that water up and down, sideways, back and forth, full of animals, birds, snakes, elephants, whatever else could be on there, screaming, hollering, messing, doing everything else that they do. Waves knocking them side to side, seasick, throwing up, aggravated, tired, agitated, cold, wet, hungry. He wasn't on a pleasure cruise. He wasn't hitting golf balls off the deck. He didn't have no buffet 24 hours like it is on these cruise ships. It was tough, but faith got him through it. He prepared the ark. We read that and you think, oh, wow, poof, ark. It's like he... And there it was. Oh, no. Cutting trees. And before it was ever an ark, it was God's word. Before it was ever a physical, visible ark, it was his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And when you will obey by faith, things will start appearing. 
things will start happening. Noah had never seen an ark. Noah had never built an ark. Nobody in that lifetime had ever built an ark. But now God's word put it out there. And if somebody would just obey, it would be possible. And so Noah did everything. The Bible says that Noah did all according to that God commanded him. So he, by faith, Noah prepared an ark. And before it was anything, it was God's word. And before it was an ark, it was just a pile of trees. It didn't look like an ark. It just looked like a big pile of timber. And then it was logs. And then it was boards before it was ever an ark. Let me tell you, whatever you're working on in your life right now, it might just be in the pile of trees state. Maybe it's just, it just looks like a pile of lumber. I'm sure when they was limbing them trees, it looked like a mess. I don't know if they burn it off or what they did with the scraps. I don't know how Noah worked in that day. But I can tell you what, uh, I'm sure that it looked like a big mess. Um, people come by and half a forest is gone because Noah's building an ark. What in the world are you doing? It looks like a war zone here. Sometimes it feels like a war zone. But you keep walking because God's doing something. And for about 100 to 120 years, Noah kept doing something. But let me tell you, honey, at the end of that 120 years, he stood back and he looked and he heard the voice of God say, get inside, it's time to go. You're done. It's finished. This is what I needed. This is what I told you to do. And he stepped in and God shut the door and it saved Noah and it saved his family. His faith preserved animals, generations of animals for food, for sacrifice. Some of the animals we have today are all here today because Noah had faith. You think he looked into 2019 and said, good, they'll still have elephants in 2019. Noah didn't, wasn't looking that far ahead. He had no idea what his faith was going to produce. You don't even know the miracles that are coming if you'll just be faithful to God. It ain't always about you and me. It's about what's coming down the road. How many people have been encouraged by the acts of Noah? How many people have went another day because they said, if Noah can do it, I can do it. How many people today are still going because you're living for God? Maybe you don't talk to them. Maybe you ain't even prayed with them, but they're watching your life. And they see you keep walking by faith. They see you keep going through trials and tests. They see you go through heartache and pain. You ought to be dead right now, but you're still praising God. You don't even know who's coming your way, who's going to be affected by your good report. So let me tell you something. You're heading into a new year. He saved his family. Your faith is going to help save somebody. I'm sure, like I said, there was some stormy seas. There's some stormy seas when you're on that ark of faith. Keep walking. Noah walked out of the ark the same way he walked into it, by faith. He walked into the ark building business by faith. He walked up that gangplank into that ark by faith. And he stepped out on the side of that mountain by faith. Faith got him all the way through it. I believe if he'd have lost his faith in the middle of that storm, that boat would have sunk. But Noah knew that God had done something. And he knew he had done everything that God had asked him to do. Abraham, he walked down from the mountain with Isaac the same way he walked up the mountain with Isaac, by faith. Because he knew 
what was going on going to happen. But he said, I know that God can raise him from the dead. Even if I do sacrifice him, I know that God is able to raise him from the dead. He walked by faith. And so we see this writer says in Hebrews, I'm, I'm getting ready. Don't worry, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to preach through the new year. The writer says in verse 32 of Hebrews 11, And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David also, Samuel, and of the prophets. Who through faith, listen, this is going to encourage you and remind you. Through faith they subdued kingdoms. They wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions. Quenched the violence of the fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness made strong, waxed valiant uh, in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. Let me tell you, you can take it by faith. You might feel like I got to bail out, but he said they would not even accept deliverance. They were being tortured. Don't worry about it. I can handle it by faith. I got faith in the Lord. God will always make a way of escape that we're able to bear it. Come on, don't give up on him. Keep walking by faith. Keep on hanging on. Keep on going. It might feel like torture. It might be tearing your heart out, but you keep going for God. You can take it. Don't give up. Don't throw the towel in. Somebody said, don't throw the towel in. Throw the towel away. Don't, don't do that. Just keep on going with God. Others had trials of cruel mocking scourgings, moreover bonds of imprisonment. They were stoned, sawn asunder, tempted, were slain with the sword, wandered about in sheepskin, goatskins, destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in, mount, in deserts, mountains, dens, caves of the earth, and these all having obtained a good report through faith. A good report through faith. But when you read these names... So we, we think, wow, I, I know what you think when you, you think this is faith chapter. And he said David's name. And you think he killed Goliath. Yeah, he killed another man too. That wasn't, they weren't singing songs about that one. He was trying to cover it up. But he's right here in verse 32. He's in this chapter of faith. Some of these guys had failures in their lives. They had things they would rather not repeat in their lives. But they still had faith. Let me tell you this. I thought when I was studying today, it's like the Lord just laid this thought on me. It takes as much faith, if not more, to fall down and repent as it does to face a giant. I'm going to say that again. It takes as much faith, if not more, to fall down on your face and repent to God as it does to face a giant. I want to have the kind of faith, uh, so I want faith for victories. Don't get me wrong. If I had to face a giant, I want to kill him. But I don't want to kill giants. I don't want to be slaying giants and lose my soul. I hope I have the faith to trust in the mercy and restoring power of God as much as I have in the war winning God. Yeah, it takes faith to trust in the mercy of the Lord. He ain't just 
greasing you down with mercy and sprinkling grace on top of your head all the time and it makes it all right. You got to trust that just like you trust his delivering power. You've got to trust the mercy of God. You've got to trust. That's why David prayed openly and said, Against thee only have I sinned, and restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Don't cast me away from your presence. Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. That's why when that child was sick, David fell down on his face, and he fasted, and he prayed. And when the child died, he got up and he worshiped. That's pretty bold, David, to get up and worship God after you killed a man, caused this child to die because of it. Where else am I going to go? Where else am I going to go? If there's somewhere else, then tell me. I have nobody but to trust in but God. I walked into this kingship by faith. I'm going to walk out of it by faith, and it's going to be faith in God. I walked into 2018 by faith. I'm going to walk out of it by faith. And I'm going to step into 2019 by faith. And if the Lord tarries, I'll step into 2020, 2021, whatever it takes. As long as I'm here and he's tearing, every step will be by faith. Honey, you can come on up for a moment. It's 1141. Trying to be done by 11.45, so I'm, I'm doing good. When they finish the faith chapter, he steps into chapter 12, reminding us of who we just read about. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. This is very important as you head into 2019 now. Listen, let us lay aside every weight. I'm not taking anything into 2019 that's going to hold me down. I'm not going to take the, the shame of 2018's failures, the mistakes I made in 2018. Hey, it's fixing to be over with. When that clock strikes midnight, it stays there. I might remember it, but it's going to be as remembering it as a testimony because I am now stepping into a new year. And I'm not going to take anything. I I see all these other people seeing we're compassed about with such a great cloud of witnesses. And I see people like Samson that lost his eyesight, that that found himself uh, sporting for the enemy because of his uh, uh, pouring his heart out to Delilah and and just getting himself in trouble. He, He messed up. But at the end, God remembered me just this once. He had faith in God. He come into this life by faith. He went out by faith. I remember David and his mistakes. And, and I remember the, uh, how some of these other ones were very timid before they went into battle. And they, 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 they were just people, human men. Nobody special. But God called them. And the only reason that we read about them is because they had faith in God. And many other ones. He quit naming names. He just started throwing the generalizations out there. Do you know that none of those people are any different than you and I? We've seen our sick cured of cancers and diseases. We've seen miracles. We've, we've won battles. We've seen great victories. We've stopped the mouth of that roaring lion going about seeking whom he may devour. We've seen God do some tremendous things. God's protected us, watched over us. 
We're just not writing it down on paper anymore. God's keeping record. Faith. So he said, let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. If you walk by faith, you run by faith. But leave that weight and that sin behind. Things that will cause you to balk at the voice of God and not step into the things He wants you to do. It's time to lay it down. I'm not going to be holding on to sin that He has forgiven. If I confess my faults, He's faithful to forgive me. Why am I still beating myself up with what my mistakes? He forgave it. He cast it behind His back. It's out, of, it's out of his view. It ought not be in your view. And then he said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. I'm walking into 2019. You can stand with me tonight. I'm, I'm going into 2019 looking unto Jesus. I'm walking into 2019 the same way I'm walking out of 2018 by faith. 11.45 on the dot. Man, I did good tonight. 11.45. In 15 minutes, 2018 will be a memory. Unless you can get to Alabama real quick. Some parts of the world are already celebrating the new year. But in about 15 minutes, it's going to be it for us. And it might seem silly or ridiculous, but it ain't no more ridiculous than making New Year's resolutions. Because that ain't faith. But what about tonight? As we come, we're going to, and and darling brother Christopher's going to put some music in so you can pray too. He's going to put a CD in. We're going to play some music. I want you to come with your friends, your family. Fill the altar as much as you can. If it gets too crowded up here, make an altar at your seat. We'll let you know when the new year rings in. But I want you, as you pray, and you're praying with your family, praying over them, praying blessings, I want you to pray for yourself. God, this is where I'm doing Don't Just determine it. Lord, this is where I'm doing it. I am leaving it behind tonight. I am not carrying this into a new year. I have walked by faith. Sometimes I felt like I crawled by faith. But now I'm about to step into 2019 and I will not let go of my faith in you. I'm walking in the same way I'm walking out, by faith in him. Would you come now tonight? Again, we'll let you know in about 13 minutes the new year is going to ring in. We'll let you know when it crosses. Would you come and pray with your family, pray with your friends, pray with your loved ones, your brother, your sister. If you just want to come and stand in the altar and worship, pray however you want to do it tonight. We're going to spend this last 12 or 13 minutes giving it to God. 2019 is going to be a banner year for Restoration Apostolic Church. Revival's coming to this place. You can believe it tonight. Let's pray.
Hallelujah. Got about two minutes before this year's out. Won't you take somebody by the hand, lift it to heaven, let's worship together. Come on, we came in this year together. We've come through this year together. Let's step into 2019 together. Let's get somebody by the hand and lift it up. And let's praise God and worship God together. Hallelujah. Come on, it's counting down. It's counting down, saints. Jesus, by your power. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, King. King of kings and Lord of lords, we praise you. We bless you, Lord. Come on, you got a few more moments. Shake 2018 off. Shake it off. Get 2018 off of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God. We're stepping into a new year, Lord, by faith. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we thank you now. We praise you now. Hallelujah. Let your glory be on this church. Let your glory be on your people. Hallelujah. 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 That's it. Lift your voice in praise. Lift your voice in praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we bless you, Lord. We praise you tonight. God, we give you honor and glory in this house. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, it's a brand new year. It's a brand new year. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us another year. Hallelujah. Oh, we're going to rejoice as we come into this year. We're going to praise you as we step into this new year, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to 2019. Hallelujah. 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 Just step around and shake hands and encourage somebody as they step into this new year. Speak a word of faith to somebody. Pray a blessing over them right quick. Thank you for being in watch night service. Just fellowship, greet one another, love one another. God bless you in Jesus' name.
We will be, for anybody that wants to, there's plenty of coffee and some desserts and things that will be left in the gym. So after you finish fellowshipping here, if you don't have to go straight home, if you'd like to come up and help us get rid of some of that food, you're more than welcome. God bless you tonight. Have a great New Year's Day. We'll see you Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Looking for a great time in the Lord. And if you can make it, if you don't have a home church, be here with us on Sunday. Uh, it, this first Sunday in January, we're going to throw out the vision for the new year and just believe God to do great things. We love you, and we thank you for being with us tonight. Again, you're dismissed in the name of the Lord. God bless you. <laughs>